gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Renaissance Woman, Melissa Itell Duran. Melissa, how are you? Happy New Year. Oh, happy New Year, Frank. I'm doing well. I, I hope everyone had a safe and happy New Year, and uh, let's hope for better things in 2024. Yeah, rough year. You know, a lot of rough years uh, going on, but, um, you know, 2024 is going to be probably defined by the uh, by the presidential election, like most presidential years. Uh, you know, you usually get that. And uh, what, what's the latest that happened? I think since we spoke uh, uh a former President Trump got knocked off of uh, a couple of ballots for the primaries. It's not going to matter in in that primary. Uh, he's still going to, you know, he's still going to wipe everybody out there. But um, I think we're going to see if uh, if the Supreme Court comes and bails them out. And if they don't, you might you you might see a precursor to uh, what may happen, and and everyone get together to keep them off the ballot in general. Well, it, uh, I mean, it's, I think it's no surprise that another state is trying to keep him off the ballot. Uh, and he's, he's, I don't know how you can, I don't know how anybody can get up in the morning facing all this litigation. <laughs> 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 yeah, crazy. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, he's got people, he's got his, he's got his group of lawyers, I guess. So uh, in his mind, he's, he's, he's being persecuted. You know, he's on trial. It's the Salem witch trial, you know, and. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna burn him at the stake, or well, they would like yeah. to. But sure, yeah, sure. he yeah. seems to, you know, I, I don't know. I used to say he seems to relish it. Seems like it's getting to him now. He's just getting aggravated uh, by it, and um, you know, his uh, his people aren't aren't really bending. But uh, you know, again, I think in general and in the general election. Um, I, I think this is going to catch up to him. I'm not certain that he could he could win a general election. And, you know, he's running against Biden, who is um, certainly not popular. But, I mean, you're, you're talking about, um, you know, somebody who has – how many indictments does he have against him? I mean, Well, this is the thing about Biden. A lot of people are dissatisfied with Biden. And the age question comes up frequently. And now there is a – there is a – I think it's more than more than a rumor. There is now an assumption among certain parties, and I'll, one of one of the people I'll mention is not a Democrat at all, um, but a prominent Republican uh, player in many past elections and administrations. You probably know him very well from the airwaves, from television, from his books. Roger Stone. Ah, I know Roger. A character, yes, a character onto himself. You may not be. <sighs> personally friendly with him right but you can't help not noticing him <laughs> he's definitely a character and and he has a radio show i'm not sure if it's syndicated or not it's on wabc on sundays yep to our radio show and because of his his clout and and, and his uh contacts uh, and uh, his uh, and he is, he is very well spoken he's given this forum and and um among the other things he does is he he has a best dressed list of, of political figures like Mr. So Blackstone or Blackwell. This. Yes, like Mr. Blackwell. I, right. I didn't know this, but then again, um, 
you know, he's a very debonair man. As, yes. as creepy as you may want to think of him. <laughs> uh, he, he does dress very well, and he did make a best dress list of all the political figures. And not surprisingly, uh, he felt that, um, you know, that, um, uh, that, that I think he said President Trump dresses pretty well. President Trump is his old friend. But Joe Biden dresses beyond his means because Joe Biden has mysterious money. <laughs> yes. But Joe <coughs> Biden, Dr. Jill, does not because of the, her choice of color schemes and patterns and really bizarre kinds of things that really don't flatter her. And, um, and also, and I think this might be very telling, he feels that Ron DeSantis, he's never known Ron DeSantis, wearing a suit, a real suit. <laughs> and, and I think he feels that's just the whole picture. That's part of the whole picture. That's why he's going down. Wow. I think I'm looking at a picture of of Jill Biden, and I don't know if you saw this, but it said, who wore yeah. it better? I think that's Dr. Jill Biden, uh, and she's in this flowered, weird flowered pattern dress, and then right next to her is E.T., dressed in basically the same dress and he's got the wig on that remember drew barrymore as a seven-year-old put put him in did you remember uh, uh et did you see et oh et the movie yeah the movie yeah yeah this, and, and, oh she was wearing a hooded thing no no this was uh oh I, I gotta send it to you i don't know if you i don't know if you'll get it uh while we're while we're talking about it. i gotta send it to you maybe this isn't joe biden maybe i'm maybe i'm mistaken i'm not as up on the first lady as I, I should be, but I'm going to send it to you as we speak. Okay, but, that's uh, all right, but there is, there is a picture of her, a more recent picture of her from New Year's Eve. I don't know if you were, were you traveling during your yes. New Year's Eve? Yes, you probably, you may not have seen this. This was on television. This was at uh, New Year's Rock and Eve. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, they have these competing uh, music, music uh, variety, New Year's Welcome in the you know, New Year's show, and, and it was started out as Dick Clark's New Year's Eve, and you know, Dick Clark passed away many years ago, and and, and uh, well, the, the the Dick Clark tradition still lives, as does his you know his many projects and, and his his empire, his media empire, and Ryan Seacrest does the, the you know does the hosting, and he interviewed President and Dr. Jill Biden uh, live in Times Square. They were on a big screen in Times Square. Uh, they were in St. Croix. You know, they've been vacationing. They can't, They must have come back already. Yeah. And they were vacationing there. She. He was wearing a you know, nice sports jacket. Uh, open. Open. Um, uh, I think it was a. I'm not sure if it was a uh, sports shirt. I couldn't tell. But you know, nice sports jacket, dark sports jacket. She was in some kind of number. Um, I wasn't sure what what to make of it. I'm sure it was some kind of crazy designer. I just. I, I don't think the it, it was cut out, you know, it was see-through <laughs> arms. It didn't really, I don't think it looked good on her in the arms. I thought it looked okay, the, the rest of the dress. Well, that's all that had to happen. It, <laughs> it, it, people went online saying, Jill, are those tattoos on your arms? They weren't tattoos. Those were the ap the, the floral appliques on the sheer, the sheer sleeves. <laughs> well, oh, forget about it. Roger Stone had a field day with that. He said, you know, she goes from <coughs> from oversized lemon patterns to 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 you know, living room drapes. Oh, now she's no. wearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
Oh, don't make me laugh. I, I, I have I have some kind of cough. Every time oh, I laugh, I'm, I'm coughing. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 it's okay. But I sent you something. Do you have your cell phone by you? I, I sent yes, you. I have my cell phone. Take a look. See if that's, is that picture. Dr. Jill Biden? Let's see. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, that's the exact dress that she wore when Ryan Seacrest interviewed her. Exactly. And there's E.T. wearing a better. <laughs> 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 that's crazy. <laughs> But that's a, that's a very similar dress, if not the same mm -hmm. dress. It is, and that's a designer dress, no less. And they said, "Who wore it better?" And E.T. This was the scene where you know young Drew Barrymore, the uh, the um, uh, character that she was playing, the sister. little girl, right. who, the sister to the to the to I forget who Elliot Elliot yeah, and uh, and they they put a wig on him and uh, and tried to disguise him as one of her toys. And he was in this dress, and this is the dress that Jill Biden uh, has on. It looks very similar, Melissa. It does, doesn't it? Wow. Oh, my That's God. Brutal. <laughs> That's brutal. And I'm sure Jill spent a pretty penny on that. I forget which designer. I don't know if it was Eve Saint Laurent. You know, forgive me, the, the house of Eve, if I'm saying, you know, if I'm saying something wrong here. Yeah. Or somebody. But it's, it, this, was not, this wasn't, you know, off the racket. You know Macy's or someplace. This was. <laughs> this is a first lady. Oh my gosh! Yes. Terrible choice. Yes. <coughs> Let me remind everyone. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itell Juran dot com uh, is uh, where you can go. Where you can go for um, uh, the two documentaries and check out the two documentaries on Melissa, or go to uh, Roku TV uh, or Amazon Fire and go to Melissa Vision, and you could see her there. Uh, just uh, an unbelievable. Unbelievable comparison, E.T. Uh, to uh, to uh, Dr. Jill, and uh, you know the, she uh, boy she asked for it. Somebody's got to be advising her better than this. Uh, but listen, then again, it, you know it's uh, it, is it important that the first lady um, dress fancy or, or not? Uh, she just she doesn't have a lot of style, uh, Jill Biden. That doesn't make her a bad person or a dumb person. I I think she's got the brains in the family, if you ask me. Yes, she's a she's an educated woman. She's a professor. Um, you know, she I, she definitely is the the, the 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 force behind her husband. I'm sure she's you know you, even during the interview, if you if, if you you get a chance to see it, you know it, it. You know they're they're talking about you know mundane things. You know, Ryan Seacrest asked, "Oh, how how's the weather? How do you like your vacation? What are your wishes for 2024? What have you been eating?" And you know, she keeps looking at her husband. She glances back and forth. At him, to, as if she's prompting him to wow. say ice cream. You like ice cream, <laughs> that chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, yeah. These are these are the moments that we cringe as uh, as, as residents of you know and citizens of the United States. We cringe when our president has to be prompted to say ice cream. And uh, <laughs> it's I, look. Yes. Yeah, this is what Trump has going for him. I mean, if it was, if if Biden didn't have these problems, and, and again, I you know I don't want to I don't want to sound like an ageist. I, I mean, let's face it, Trump and Biden are basically the same age, right? I mean, they're uh, well. Let's see. Um, Biden was born in in uh, 1942, and I think Trump is 46. They're roughly, you know, they're in the same generation. Yeah, they're there. Give or take a couple of years. Yeah, they're not spring chickens. Yeah, but Trump comes across much 
I, I mean, he comes across crazier than uh, than yes, you know things he says are crazier than uh, than Biden. But he do, he he comes across much more lucid, though. You know, like you don't you don't listen to Trump and say, boy, he sounds like, you know, he sounds like he he doesn't know where he is. Sometimes Biden uh, and President Biden, I should say, uh, sounds like he just doesn't know where he is. That's true. He he does and. Um, and then there were times when he's so lucid that you wondered, wow, what happened? What did he take? And there must be some kind of medication that he, someone can take to revive his his powers of of, um, of, of cognition, you know, yeah. his powers of, re- of, re- of recollection. Um, but, um, yeah, she was prompting him. I mean, he seemed okay. They, you know, Ryan Seacrest wasn't asking him about foreign policy. He was, you know, you know how are you doing? How, Softballs. What, you know. Yeah, right. Softball questions, and he, but with the the food question, she was looking at him. You could tell. It's like there's a thing. Say ice cream. She <laughs> 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 went over this already. You like ice cream. <laughs> I wonder if she was pinching him underneath, you know, like where you couldn't see. I wonder if she was giving. Yeah, a little no, pinch. no. Her, I don't know. If she was no. They were. This was a full length, full view, big screen on on in Times Square. You could you could see the the rest of her dress, but she kept looking at him. I think this is. I think they went over it. You know, before the before the fact but um yeah that dress yeah unfortunately you know i think what she's trying to do is is project a happy um positive um all-inclusive uh look um message and that she feels that was missing with melania trump and i think it's not it's not working with the the choice of clothes and yeah these these first ladies are usually advised i assume they have stylists yeah, they look like tattoos, right? The things on the arm look like yeah. tattoos. Wow. <laughs> but then again, tattoos are in. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's not bad looking. You know, like you look at her face, she's not, she's yeah. not that bad looking, uh, like no, a, a woman, right? She looks, she looks nice. Her face looks nice. Yeah. Her eyes look nice. Hair looks good. It's yeah, a dress and the tattoo-looking things on her. Yeah, like you said, tattoos are in. But I don't know about first lady. <laughs> You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. You know, if it were a biker chick or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. You know, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were going to a New Year's Eve party, which is possible. They could have been in, the, in you know, on their way to a New Year's Eve party in Saint Croix. They they stay at the same home of this very rich Democratic contributor. I think he's he's a billionaire. I don't have his remember his name, but they've stayed there for many many occasions. Yeah, I wonder if anybody's gonna going to uh, Photoshop like a biker hat on her and, uh, and, and, and a joint in her mouth with this. Because she does look like, you know, with, with the tattoos, she does look like she's, she's hanging out, you know, going to drink a 40. Yeah, yeah, maybe someone on, someone on, on Instagram already had the idea. Yeah, she, uh, she, she kind of looks like, hey, uh, hey Jill, let's, uh, let's go find a park and kill a bottle. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to get yeah. those voters interested in in Joe. Yeah, no, that's a that's a terrible choice of a dress. And by the way, I, I mean I'm the last one in the world to be talking about fashion. Frank McKay here, someone who does know about fashion, is uh, Melissa Eitel Joran. She's uh, oh. she's touring. She's always beautifully dressed, and she's thank got you, style and, and oh, class you, and all I, of that. I, I don't go to the same designers as Joe Biden. I really don't <laughs> no. in, those, in those leagues because, I, <coughs> to be honest, I. You know, I, I, the fashion houses don't come to me, so. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. I, I appreciate all. I appreciate that. Thank you. I try to look my best. Uh, you know, I've got to say, as a political person, though, it's it's a mistake for her to to dress like this. 
This is yeah. a mistake. I mean, she's the first lady. And I'm not saying it's inappropriate, it's whatever. Just from a public relations standpoint, it's a mistake. Right. You know, you right, can't, right. You, you shouldn't make a mistake like that. And again, I'm not saying, oh, you know, she's di being disrespectful or she's doing this, she's doing Like somebody uh, has to have a better handle on, uh, on put her out there. She's the first lady and she's flown under the radar screen as much as you possibly can. More than any first lady that I know. I mean, Melania was beautiful and, uh, and glamorous, so, you know, people paid attention to her, uh, like, kind of automatically. And then uh, Michelle Obama is, you know, uh, she's in your face, kind of, you know, uh, you know, she's ready to, she looks like, I, you know, I wouldn't want to fight Michelle Obama, you know, she looks like she's tough, you know, and, uh, and you know, but she's uh, obviously an intelligent woman. I. I, you know, I'm not a huge Obama fan or or, or a Michelle Obama fan by any means, but uh, she was uh, she was there. She was in your face, right? I mean, she was not a she was not a quiet first lady. And then uh, Laura Bush flew under the radar screen. Um, if you you know if we're going in descending order here, you know she uh, she wasn't she wasn't too in your face. And uh, and of course Hillary uh, redefined first lady, you know. Uh, she she made the first lady's uh, spot a launch pad for a uh, possible presidential run herself, right? That's a, that's what her dream was there. And then uh, before her, um, you know, Barbara Bush, uh, you know, she you know she was very very understated with the white hair and um, and the way she dressed. She was very very understated. Um, right, but she was very well groomed. She was she did get her criticism that she. You know, she she didn't modernize her look. She didn't revamp her look. You know, she her she, she her hair was white. Um, she her husband's hair was pretty dark. You know, maybe he had some gray streaks. He looked a little younger than she did. Definitely, she was well groomed, but she would not dye her hair. She had a disaster dyeing her hair years before when he was running for the U.S. Senate. Um, and this was before I think he this was be, yeah this was before he became the CIA director. And um, she went on the all the campaign stops with her husband, with, with the, the would-be President Bush, and she dyed her hair. I don't know if she did it herself. It started running, and it just—it was a disaster. And after that, she decided, no, no hair dye. I'll just, this is who I am. You know, yeah. Martha Washington. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, good, you know, listen, good for her in a sense. She yeah. owned it. You know, she right. owned it. She did. She did, and she wore double-stranded pearls. She was very well groomed, and, and and her clothes were you know her, she you know she she I think she selected appropriate <coughs> clothes for her her age, and occasionally she shopped off the rack. And you know uh, when it comes to Nancy Reagan, oh you know she uh, she didn't Forget she wasn't a, a fading lily or whatever that no. expression is. She oh no the, the Reagans brought back the mink coats, the whole nine Clamor. yards of course. Yes, everything. Today, that wouldn't work. You know, that wouldn't fly because nobody would ca be caught dead wearing a real mink. Right. I mean, people do wear real furs, but they do it, you know, on the hush-hush. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to draw blood public... on you. They're going to draw poor yeah. blood on you if you wore yeah. a mink oh, in public. But, you know, public figures wouldn't do it. They would wear you know, fake fur, faux fur, or something else. They, that would never fly today. But that was, you know, the Reagans were 40, you know, the Reagan era was over 40 years ago. So, uh, but now, yeah, Nancy was uh, she was the designer queen, you know, and and they and the Reagans brought back style, and that was the Hollywood glamour, and 
and that that was their that was who they were yeah no you're not kidding um it, it's uh, different and then you know prior to her rosalind um mm -hmm. who we just lost right rosalind carter and yeah she and and president carter is still holding on am i right he's still yeah it's sad I, he's uh, he's got it's i hope he makes it to his 100th birthday in next october he's in uh, he is dying yeah. Um, you know, he was wheeled in at the funeral. He, yeah, I'm sh I think he was aware, mentally aware of what was happening. Physically, he is, he is fading. A lot of people who do end of life care, palliative care, doctors who are involved with that say that that you know, his symptoms, his appearance suggests that he, his body is shutting down. Yeah. Uh, but it's sad. It's sad. Um, you look at Henry Kissinger who passed away at just very recently. I, I, he was a hundred. Um, yes, no, his body didn't. You know, he. I don't know. He did some traveling, but he could see his mind was great. There was no. I didn't see, at least to me, I didn't see any signs that his body was shutting down. Uh, he was being. He 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 took interviews. Um, uh, he was up on everything, but you know, the heart gives out. You know, we're we're not. You know, we're not immortal, but um, it's a difference. Everybody is different. Age. Everyone ages differently. Yeah, no question about it. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Joran, and go to melissaiteljoran.com and, uh, and and check out the documentaries there. And uh, just uh, amazing, um, uh, amazing how we go through these first ladies, and you know you come up with uh, with Jill Biden, who I think is the first uh, first first lady to hold the doctorate. Am I correct in that? I, I think so. I'm not, you know, don't hold me on that. Uh, I'm, uh, but she de publicly, definitely the first publicly uh, documented first lady with a, uh, it's not a PhD, it's just below a PhD. It's EDD, which in education circles is a doctor of education. It's still a, a higher graduate level degree, different purposes. But she, she has, a, she earned her, she earned her wings. And uh, she she has a uh, she's a professor at a, a small school uh, in the I think it's in Virginia. I don't know how she manages that, but she is called uh, Dr. Biden. Well, yeah. Well, listen. Kudos to her on that. Uh, not so much on her fashion sense. Uh, her and when you dress like E.T. Uh, and you're the first lady. Uh, you know. By the way, uh, E.T. It was funny and out of style back then, and I think that was 1981, yeah. right? 1982, yeah. probably, something like that. 82, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, great movie, but maybe not, not the role model you want for your um, New Year's Eve garb. Uh, oh, yeah, just know. Maybe, you know, she probably saw it. Uh, they probably showed her some things from the, I think it's the House of Yves Saint Laurent. I could be wrong, you know, forgive me. House of Yves Saint Laurent, he's, he's gone, right. but whoever's running it, one of those fashion houses, and she probably saw it and said, oh, I love it, I, you know, and, and, and she's, you know, she's, she tries to be very forward-thinking, she wears high, you know, she wears the latest trend, she wears the, the hot, the over-the-knee boots, you know, and, and high heel boots, and um, it's, it, everything doesn't, and there's, just because it's a, it has a designer label, it's made for you, doesn't mean it's the best thing for you, but all right, look, we all make mistakes. Yeah. No, right, no doubt, and and this isn't this isn't a, a faux pas beyond belief. It's just kind of a, you know, it's a it's a little thing that somebody around her should be uh, saying. It's not like she, you know, uh, used some slur 
uh, racial slur or some, uh, you know, some uh, terrible, uh, uh, you know, faux pas. She didn't, you know, and, uh, you know, we were talking about President Bush, first President Bush before. He didn't vomit on, uh, she didn't vomit on the uh, uh, Japanese prime minister or anything like that. Yeah. You know, uh, Hillary, you know, she didn't, you know, uh, you know, the whole Benghazi thing. You know, she wasn't first lady at the time, secretary of state. You know, that didn't uh, that didn't all come down with Jill Biden. So maybe we are be being a little hard on yeah. Jill, but uh, from a fashion uh, sense, a little bit of a faux pas. Not, nothing too big. Right. Not terrible. I think uh, I think what we really I think now that, that you know, the new year is underway. I think we, we have to and the presidential primaries are actually underway. You know, Iowa is in, in I think, less than 10 days, maybe 10 days. Yeah. 15 days. Uh, I don't know if it's going to make a big difference, you know, who wins Iowa at this point. We have to see how this all plays out. It's still, this is a very odd year, very odd election. I think it's going to, there's so many things swirling around. Uh, the latest that I've heard, and this is from, Ro going back to Roger Stone, in addition to his, you know, his, his list of the best and worst dressed people, um, <laughs> he's predicting, now I don't know how reliable he is, but He's Roger Stone, and hey, whatever Roger Stone says, certain people want to listen to. He thinks that Biden will definitely accept the nomination. I, I don't even know when the convention is for the Democrats. I don't even remember when the Republicans have a convention. I don't know who's having a convention first. Um, he'll accept it. There'll be this whole fanfare, you know, happy days are here again. Yep. And, then, yeah. and then suddenly he will drop out for various reasons. Health, this, that, who knows? And guess who's going to save the day? Who's going to who's going to take up the helm? Michelle Obama. Yes, ah. that's Roger. This is according to Roger Stone. Yeah. Well, Roger, I I know Roger. I've known him for many years. Uh, you know, let's say uh, twenty five years. Um, Roger's uh, you know smart. He's entertaining. Roger's a little crazy too. So, yeah, uh, sure. just, yeah, Roger, a little, but uh, again, it's not the craziest idea. You know, I, I never rule out anything like that. I don't think she's doing it for some, whatever reason. I just don't see her doing it. Mm -hmm. This is your gut feeling. Yeah. I mean, it's, if she does it, she wins. I don't yeah. think there's any way she loses if she, if she runs. Right. Right. Do you agree with that? I think celebrity alone. I mean, you know, if, if this is, I, I, I mean, we're, I think most of us have been under the impression that she's enjoyed her life so far. I mean, let's, let's you know, the Obamas have this, uh, this gazillion mansion. This, uh, um, it's beyond a, a McMansion. Yeah, it's, no it's, doubt. Uh, it's a compound in, in, in Martha's Vineyard, among other properties. I mean, they're, they're living a life. And, and uh, you know, and, and Obama's so, uh, you know, he's, he's dictating policy from, you know, behind the ivy walls of his where he's living, and I, I just, I don't know. She's, she's enjoying it. She gets photographed coming here, appearing there. Um, she, I'm sure she's writing a third or fourth book. Who knows? I don't know. I really don't know. It and, and all along, all along, she was saying, "I can't stand it. I'm happy. I'm out of the White House." Yeah. I don't know. This is all. Everything remains to be seen. I mean, we're early into the year. We don't know how the Republican side is really going to play out. There's just so many legal entanglements. We'll see how it all plays out, but it's always fun talking about the presidents and their their first ladies. 
Uh, Frank McKay here, uh, ready to sign off. Melissa, Happy New Year to you. and, and Thank you, Frank, and Happy New Year to you, too, and your family. And, and everybody out there listening, you know, we both thank you very much for, uh, for tuning in each and every week. Uh, you have a lot of options, and we, we know that, and thank you very much. Yes, we do. We're very appreciative, and, and we look forward to many more hours in, in the new year and perhaps happier topics. Yes, no doubt. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.